0: Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the very first online-only Vision Sunday and annual meeting. This is a time we set aside to look back and see in this past year how God has been faithful and then take some time to look into the future, where we believe he's leading us in the days ahead. We also stop as a membership to vote on an annual budget and elders that are going to lead us spiritually into the future as well. So if you're a member and you haven't yet voted, you have until 2 o'clock today. So please, please, please vote. But this is kind of disorienting to do these kinds of things online only. And yet I hope you were so encouraged to see how God is at work in the hearts of the people who were just baptized. I mean, think of it. Only God could change these individuals' hearts. And in the middle of a pandemic, they want to come before all of you and say that they belong to Christ and to his church. It's super cool. And there's a couple more stories, baptisms that are coming just after I finish. So stay tuned for that. And as we start to think about the future and have a vision of where God is leading Faith Church in the next months and year ahead, I mean, this is hard. This is a hard time to plan anything with what's going on in our country and what we're experiencing in our world. So to think about the vision of God for Faith Church in the time ahead. I have to rewind with you for a moment to last Vision Sunday. Last year in 2019 I sat here and shared with you where we believe the elders and staff thought God was leading us into the future. We talked about how we want to worship more and pray more and grow more and serve more together. How we want to ensure that kids can find a forever home and foster and adoptive care. How internationals in the city of Allentown could know that there was a suburban church that loved them and cared for them. That we were going to try to maximize every inch of this campus to do ministry to proclaim the hope of Christ and produce disciples of Christ. And then we were going to move beyond this campus, move beyond an online presence to an online ministry move beyond a care and counseling ministry that takes care of our family to launch a counseling center that would meet the needs, the increasing needs of the mental health community in the Lehigh Valley with a center that would love people. Move beyond this campus to start a new site to bring the hope of the gospel to another part of the valley and give more people a church home. Move beyond our country and bring the Bible translation and the hope of Christ to an unreached people group that have never heard about Jesus so that people from every tribe and nation and language would gather around Christ's throne forever. And as we shared this with you last year, I know it was exciting to many of you, and I know it was slightly overwhelming, but with God's help, we decided we'd lean into that together. Last summer and fall, we grouped together 40 individuals from this congregation to start working in task forces to put plans together for all of these initiatives. And then in the winter of 2020, we called all of this kingdom movement, that we were going to, with God's help, try to advance God's kingdom and give more people access to Jesus. And we talked about how this would cost all of us something, that it was going to cost money and time and energy I challenge you, we challenged you to pray and to prioritize and say to God, Dad, what's my part in making sure more people have access to Jesus? And most of us were leaning into that, talking to God and asking him what our part was in giving more people access to Jesus when it hit, when COVID-19 stopped everything. And all of these initiatives came to a screeching halt, And now four months later, we've been online these months, but four months later, we're sitting here today, June 2020, and I know many of you are going, well, where are we going from here? How how are we going to do this? What's next? How are we going to get back on track? What about kingdom movement? I know many of you are hoping that I have something to share with you today, but honestly, I don't know where we're going. See, you can imagine, I've put in a ton of energy and effort. Our teams have put in a ton of energy and effort. We've prayed and talked and met and collaborated, and we believe this is where God was leading us forward. And then to be stopped with COVID-19, honestly, it's left me scratching my head as a lever. Like asking God, like, God, what is this? Why is this happening? What are you doing? God, I thought we heard your voice. I thought as leaders we knew the direction of our church. We mobilized all these efforts, and we knew the direction we were going. We thought it was your direction. How does this happen? What do you have for us? What's next? How is this going to move forward? Yeah, we're going to grow as disciples. We're going to love one another. We know more people need access to Jesus, but what's next? How does this play out? What do we do? And I've been left with a lot of doubts and a lot of questions. Then I looked on my desk. So on my desk I had this post-it note. Back in February I was reading the Bible and this verse jumped out at me. And I wrote it down and put it on my desk so that I would remember it because I knew it would come in handy at some point. And here's what the post-it note says. It says Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans in a person's heart. But it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And this verse reoriented me. Many are the plans of the person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And these two words jumped out at me plans. I make a lot of plans. You make a lot of plans. We make a lot of plans. But it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And plans are good. There's nothing wrong with planning. But whose purposes prevail? God's. And so the question that God placed on my heart to ask is Joe, you made plans, but are you holding on to your plans or are you holding on to me? God, I had a plan for the future. I had a plan for my life. I had a plan for my education. I had a plan for my relationship. Plan for my kids. Plan for my money. I had a plan. And when as individuals we have plans, do we hold those plans with an open hand or do we hold on tightly? Do I hold on tightly to God or to my plans? And as I thought about that, it gave me a sense of peace that, okay, God, you have purposes for Faith Church, purposes that go beyond my plans. And it seems right now, God, your purpose for your church is for us to find ways to regather. That online's been great, but we're designed to be connected. And so over these next number of months, our focus is going to be regathering. And I know you might hear this and go, really? Vision Sunday? This is all you're going to tell us? God's purposes will prevail? Is that it? No, I have two more words for you. And they're simple. Faith, church pretty catchy, right? I mean, faith, church. Let me explain the word faith. The easiest way I can explain faith to you is pointing you to Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1, which says now faith is being assured of what you hope for and having confidence in what you do not see. It's a sense of assurance in something and confidence in something that you don't see. And right now, if there was ever a time for the church of Jesus Christ to have Faith. It's now. And it's not faith in blind faith that we just do whatever, think whatever. No. It's faith in someone. It's faith in Christ. Christ who is our anchor, who is our hope, who is our peace, who is our joy. The Christ we worship, the Christ we praise, the Christ we follow, the Christ we obey. Faith in Christ, with eyes fixed on Him. And then this word church. Church is not a building. It's not a tradition. It's not a religion. The Greek word church means someone being called out from private into a public gathering. So if you're a bunch of Phillies fans and you're privately watching, listening to a Phillies game, but when you come out of private into public, you're a Phillies church. If you love knitting privately and then you come together with a group of knitters, you're a knitting church, and Christ's church is a gathering of people called out from sin into a new way of living. We've placed our hope in Jesus. He's our anchor. He's our hope, and now we've moved from sinners to sons and sons. And daughters into a new way of living where the old is gone and the new has come. Old appetites and old ways of doing things and old thought processes and old ways of acting, behaving, attitudes, they're gone. And now he's calling us to gather publicly in a new way of living, in a new way of loving, a gathering of Christ followers who say, my allegiance and loyalty is to King Jesus. So you want to know where we're going in the days ahead? Here it is. Have faith, church. I know maybe that's corny. Do you know what God's whispering to me? Maybe he's whispering to you. Right now, when everything seems to be shifting, and it's hard to know what end is up, church, a gathering of people who have called out from sin and shame into a new relationship, a new and living way with Jesus. Will you have faith? And I know for most of us, we want to plan We want to set directions and strategies and and God is going to direct us and plans are good. But do we have faith that when we can't see, when we're not sure, when the future is unclear, that God is inviting us to trust Him by faith that He is our hope and our anchor and we are a gathering of His people that believe that when we follow Him, His purposes will prevail. Will we hold on to our plans or will we hold on to God? Have faith, church. So this summer, uh, many of you know, I'm going on a sabbatical. And this sabbatical's been planned for a number of years. Just needing a break from... Preaching and decision-making and leading. And I'm so grateful for the generous offer to be able to go and just let my heart kind of lay fallow for a season. And I'm going to be praying for our congregation. And you know what I'm going to be praying? That each of us would have faith. Church. Church, have faith. That God is ahead of us and He's sweeping up behind us. He's good in all His ways and even when we can't see and we're not sure and we're uneasy and we're distracted and we're discouraged or we're anxious, things are unclear. He is our anchor. His purposes will prevail. Will we have faith? So at the end of 2020, will you have faith? If we're standing here this time next year, Vision Sunday 2021, will we be able to look back and said, we had faith and we trusted God when things were unclear? Church, have faith. And I'm going to be praying that we have faith, that you have faith. I would love the opportunity to pray for you specifically. So can you do me a favor and go on our website Go to the button that says prayer, push it on the website, and scroll down to the bottom. There's a spot that you can send a private prayer request to me so that this summer while I'm on sabbatical, I will be praying for you individually by name and looking forward to how God answers those prayers in the days ahead. When things are unsure and we can't see clearly, will we hold on to our plans or will we hold on to God? Would you pray with me? God, thank you that you are our ever-present help in time of need. We make our plans. We set a course. But it is our desire in every aspect of life to hold these plans and these courses, these decisions and directions up to you, that you would guide and direct. And we trust you today that your purposes will prevail. You're doing something. You're testing us. You're stretching us. You're strengthening us. You're growing our faith right here and right now. For some of us, you are prying open our plans, the hand we have with the plan in it, and saying, open that hand and trust me, because you're good in all your ways. And you will prevail. So, Father, would you make this church a place of faith that every person who calls this church home would walk by faith into the future, not sight. We trust you. We love you. Amen.